Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, and welcome back to Saturday Night Shaggy. It's been a minute, uh, but we're back, and we're here to celebrate uh, one of one of the more recent titles to have gotten a lot of uh, attention recently uh, from Shugakukan. It got a Netflix adaptation. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen it or not, but uh, Alice in Borderland, uh, Volume One, and uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. I'm I'm joined by my co-hosts Sakaki and B Lord. Say what's up. Say what's up. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. Fucking corn falls. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know, Sakaki, you've actually read this more than once, right? Because I think, um, did you watch the, the, the Netflix drama with uh, Jekka? No, I didn't watch it with Jekka. I watched it with my sister. But yeah, I did actually. Um, I watched it and then I read this volume. And I had read it in Japanese years. So. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm curious now about uh, your thoughts on the localization then, but we'll get into that later. Uh, Beeler, do you have any like prior experience with this series title? No, not really. I'd heard of it for a long time. I'd heard good things about the uh, Netflix adaptation. And uh, I am familiar with Haraas's like other works, like Zom 100, I really love. I think Zom 100's like one of the best titles Viz is currently releasing. But uh, I've been holding out hope for Viz to finally release the manga for Alice. And uh, once they did, I just jumped on it right away. Nice. Oh, damn. I don't I don't know why it didn't click with me that uh, it's the Zom 100 dude. Because I did read it and I reviewed it and I liked it. But uh, it, wait, is he like... He's uh, not the is, artist it, on that one. That's probably why. Ah, uh, okay. He's just the writer? Yeah. I yeah. mean, he has said that he doesn't like... Like after Alice in Borderland, I remember there's an Alice in Borderland sequel that came out right around the time that Netflix one came out. And I guess the timeline, this this series is not new. It's like 2013, I believe, that it ran. 2013 to like 2017, something like that. Uh, I, I, 2010. Yeah, because yeah. this is like a very, uh, I don't know, like a Saiyan series type of. Well, it actually ran in Sunday. So its history is it ran in Sunday Super. Then... Okay. After Sunday Super, like for a while, Shogakukan had like three, ma- three series that ran monthly, or is it two? I don't remember, but they had two or three series that ran monthly in the weekly magazine. And this was one of them. The other, uh, one was, the other one was Birdman, and there's still one more that I, that's escaping me. But yeah, it, it was never in a Sane magazine as much as it feels that way. And oh, uh, you know what? I should I should correct myself. I meant to say this feels like something. Uh. Uh, what is it called? Uh, like like a Viz signature title, where yeah, I mean, yeah, all, yeah. All it is of the a Viz, Viz signature sigs, title, right? Of course. 
<laughs> I feel like almost everyone, or every series in that imprint is like gritty. For, for lack of a better word. <laughs> That's probably why it's under it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that would make sense. Because, like, I mean, Oslo's first outing was Hiding Clover, which I did translate for a while. And that definitely was... I mean, you could if you look at that compared to this, you could still tell it's him, but the artwork definitely... His artwork definitely improved by a whole lot. But going back to what I was saying, with the sequel, Alice in Borderland Retry... That ran, I want to say, towards the end of 2020. Or, uh, yeah, they, end of 2020, end of yeah. January 2021. Yeah, that makes sense. He he did say in like one of the forewords or the afterwards in one of the volumes, he was just kind of like, yeah, I really had kind of retired from drawing, but I ended up coming back to do this. I mean, he didn't say whether it was because Shogakukan made him or if he was just like, oh, they're doing a Netflix thing. I need to, I should do something. But... Uh. He he's more or less done with drawing. He prefers to write now. That kind of makes sense too, because like Zabold Zam and like his other series that he started recently, like Know You Girl, they're both not drawn by him. Yeah, yeah, he's made it very clear he doesn't want to draw anymore. So yeah, but yeah, Alice in Borderland. Um, yeah, I as I said, I watched the Netflix thing, so it was kind of a fun retreading this and seeing what they changed and everything, because they covered quite a bit and. I don't remember how many episodes it was because I watched it with my sister a while ago, but um, okay. they, covered, they covered quite a bit in that first season, and it did really well, so... Yeah, fuck Stranger Things. Give us Alice. <laughs> when Stranger Things is ending, they need a new thriller-type series to fill the void. What about Squid Game? <laughs> okay, yeah, there's Squid Game. Squid Game is probably the bigger deal. I, I, I guess, like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but if we're, we're going to have to make that comparison at some point. <laughs> like, which one? Yeah, Battle Royale <laughs> type of fucking uh, survival game, whatever. Like, I mean, that was the big thing. I, I guess that's what got my sister and I to watch it, because we had both already seen Squid Game. And then we were just like, people were saying, ah, this one's better than that one. No, this For one. people who like Squid Games. <laughs> <laughs> it's Squid consider- Games real life kaiji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. That that's what it is. Like, I don't know. I would say I would say the guy is that pathetic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. I clearly, I haven't read enough. <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 they're both really similar, I guess. But like, but does I, Kaiji I, have the powers of observation? Actually, has he unlocked hockey? <laughs> <laughs> what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> okay i i'm so sorry i brought this i just was thinking that uh, like people listening to this were probably going to want to know our input on just like which one we oh, preferred squid sorry game. <laughs> no no no. you're good you're good which one we prefer squid game versus you know um alice in borderland since that was a big deal but i again i don't know i've seen both but i don't know if you guys have seen both i have not uh but i have uh seen uh mr beast's video <laughs> <laughs> so i know I've all the also games seen that video <laughs> well see you guys have seen that video i haven't so there you go we got we, we can have a difference of opinion here <laughs> um but okay. i've also i've also seen people play crab game on steam so <laughs> my god <laughs> okay like a, so- like a low res <laughs> version of squid game Oh my god <laughs> okay so clearly anybody listening to this you're not gonna get our opinions on that sorry <laughs> so what maybe did, one day what did we think of this I uh guess. it's 
It's yeah. better than Batum. I've never read Batum, but I, I love this. I, I thought this was really good. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not one to really read a lot of survival games. Um, but I thought that this was pretty engaging. I think the the decision to have the, like a two in one volume was really good because that kicker at the end of like, oh, he has the deck of cards, and he's the implication is that oh, if you complete a deck, you can exit. Uh, I was like, oh shit, that's the, by the way, spoilers. Sorry. Uh, gotta catch him all. Gotta catch him all. I thought that was a great for like a end of a book, like a like a whole like a set of chapters to read. Like I thought that was that was like a great ending point for for that volume yeah no i i agree with that like reading through it in japanese and then um reading through the singles version i i do like the idea i do like the decision to make these omnibus i mean i feel like it's probably just because this is a bit longer that that's probably the decision behind that but how, how, how long is it it's finished right 18 yeah, volumes yeah yeah it's eight volumes 18 oh, oh i was about to say like that's not as long as i thought it would be <laughs> yeah no I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was just kind of like i mean it's an old license of a series that i mean it has a couple of van- it has an ova but like isn't i mean the netflix thing is obviously out there too but I yeah think honestly was- netflix might be a like a or like a live action i'm sorry a live action adaptation might be the way to go for a series like this um because yeah. like the i don't know i feel like the the game's like it, it's pretty easy to probably like you know like mess around with CG and stuff for some of the effects, but uh, I think having like real people for these kind of series where it's all about um, like tension and uh, will they will they betray each other or not or like you know it's about like survival and shit. I feel like having like real actors um, who can like emote uh, would like really help sell it more. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, watching the watching the Netflix adaption, yeah, I think so. I I mean, I would also be interested in seeing the anime and what they adapted, but like I do think the adaption for the live action adaption did a really good job with the material. Like a lot of times with these things it's like hit or miss, but I think they found that good kind of stride between a, you know, being really being faithful but not to a fault. Right. Yeah, that's always a a good thing to lean on just the fact that like okay um maybe maybe not keep everything like one-to-one because uh you never know if something might just land better if you switch it up depending on the medium so yeah like i haven't uh watched the anime but just looking off the episode descriptions it looks like they just adapt like the first three games that they do Uh, okay okay because like the first episode's called like three of clubs second one's five of spades okay i see when did those come out, by the way? The the anime episodes? Uh, fall of 2014. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I oh. mean... Oh, you were going to no, say... No, no, I was just going to say, oh, they got on it kind of quick, because uh, didn't it debut in 2013? 2010. 20, oh, okay. No, three years. Okay, that's that's about standard. Yeah, that's, that's shocky standard, like, especially for something... That I mean, I don't know how well it did, but obviously, eighteen volumes it did pretty well, and a spinoff in like I think Sunday GX. So, mm. like, yeah, I guess it did good enough. Interesting, they didn't just do a full anime, but oh, it got a live action this time, much time later. So something, something held up there. 
I mean, with how many Fujita series don't have an anime, we can't always have nice things with Shoggy. I mean, it's, what, two? <laughs> like, I mean, I guess out of the Shonen Sunday ones, like, yeah, it's Gekko Jure and um, Solote. Yeah, but it took, like, years to get the other two. True, that's fair. I mean, Shaggy's always, like, behind the ball. Like, we're just getting a Komi. Komi started in 2015. We got an anime this, no, last year. <laughs> so, and same thing for Sleepy Princess. It's just a Shaggy. It's just how Shaggy rolls. They just wake up one day and they're like, oh, hey, remember that manga from, like, 2010? Let's let's just adapt that, guys. Yeah. yeah let's still make money. It's a dark box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is the Shoggy Podcast. <laughs> we don't speak the names of Jump. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I, I will say one big thing about this series, both whether it's the adaptation or the original, is that it really helps the characters. Or Well, Alice himself is, like, relatable in a way that's... Okay. Top, that's... But... Uh, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, man, my life is just like his. But, I mean, the sense of not really knowing what you want to do with yourself. Oh, he like me for real, for real. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, no, not, yeah. And aimlessness? Oh, that shit hit. Yeah, that that's what I mean. I mean, I'm not saying his character completely, but just like. Mm, my parents hate me? Oh, that's it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't really say that but like yeah the fact that even now just aimlessness like what am i gonna do where where am i going with this and then of course as the the work as this first volume you know continues we see that you know he he actually is pretty observant and everything like that i like that like his i like how he gets like jimmy neutron brain blasts out of nowhere where he's just like oh i understand now <laughs> like <laughs> oh man the brain blast page <laughs> that was so good oh my god yeah, like, having read Zom before this, I could definitely, like, tell that, like, Arisu was definitely very much the basis for, like, Akira and Zom. Because, like, it's a very similar, like, character type, where it's, like, the aimless character that feels like they've accomplished nothing, and they want just this, like, completely new life. Mm -hmm. And then once they get it, they realize, oh, wait, this isn't really what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, the kind of character that just got swept away by life, and then once, uh... Once life itself shifts for like the into like another gear, they're like, "Oh shit, maybe it's time to uh, uh, put on the batteries." Like, <laughs> I mean, true, true. And now that you bring that up, yeah, that does feel like because oh yeah, that's even how um I forgot his name from the main character from Hiding Closer, who is just a mini Alice, really, even right down to design. But he's the same way too, which he's just kind of like being swept away by life and. I mean, I don't think he goes as far as saying he wants a new one, but his life does kind of... Oh, when life hits him hard, I was saying he's kind of not ready for it. Uh, oh. Yeah. I guess so. we have to check in and know you, girl, and see if that has a character like that. I mean, from what I've read, no, it's very <laughs> different. <laughs> like, the main character in that, she's just insane. <laughs> but Oh, even better. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, no. Yeah, there's a fetish for that. <laughs> I love how that's where you jump to, Marion. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Living in the gutters. So <laughs> unrefined. I do live in New York. We do got a lot of those. Okay, yeah, that's true. Shout out to the subway rats. <laughs> oh my god. So, like, one thing that really stuck out to me 
about this release is the lettering is freaking god tier. Yeah, that shit is on point. Yeah, like huge shout outs to uh, Joanna Estep. Like, it looks so seamless. And like, especially with how many like big fonts there are, like, Mm -hmm. and sound effects that just like cover like parts of the page. Like, it works so well. Like, I love that, uh, one like sound effect that like covers um Arisu's fortune in like the first game where like right before the end of the chapter you just have the sound effect covering parts of the page but you can still see like underneath the page it's like it's so cool yeah, well, yeah that's what we're talking about now yeah that is pretty cool like yeah just just kind of go glancing through the sound effects here they look it, you would think that and also once in a while does use like um uh he does use like english lettering like in his sound effects but like you would just look at this and think that that was just the way they got it from japan and it looks really seamless in how it's implemented here yeah that's all you could ask for to be honest yeah i love um a lot of the fonts that they use for uh whenever it's like on books or like typefacing on on like paper and stuff like I love uh I love the fonts used for that and also the, some of the effects like I think very early on in chapter one uh it's like you see some of the letters like fading away like because it's the perspective is like oh the the pen on the paper or whatever um yeah there's just a lot of diversity in terms of like the screen tones used for the sound effects like sometimes you'll have a more like a dot like screen tone or like it'll be a bit more granular. Uh, like I'm looking at one of the pages where they're fighting Bojack Horseman guy, <laughs> and like there's a ding sound effect here that's using the more dot like screen tone, but on the other page next to it, it's much more like uh, rougher, and that's when he's like uh, running out of ammo. So it's like changing based on the situation. Yeah, that whole character looks like he's out of a like a totally different series because uh, every time he's depicted, he's also like sketchy, scratchy, a lot of cross hatching. Uh, the shading is way different, and it's just so much more dramatic whenever he's on the page. And like, obviously, it's like a uh, like hood, like hat type thing, but it's so so funny. <laughs> it looks so weird. I see this muscular dude with a horse mask walking around with a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know something I noticed about the art style in a in a weird way. It reminds me of um, uh, like Urasawa, because like the the asian characters like they look asian and they have like these facial features that he kind of like recycles uh when it comes to like the shape of the eyes and their noses um i don't know it's kind of interesting i don't know how else to describe it besides that yeah i can sort of see like there's a bit of a uh pronouncedness to the nose and like mouth facial features but uh compared to urasawa i feel urasawa does the more thick boy nose yeah 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 i just mean like the fact that uh um there's the like even uh like the main characters share like facial features with like the mob characters and um they somehow still manage to look like their i guess their ethnicity for like oh, a comic yeah, character. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know, like for me the art kind of comes off as more like there there's a word for uh, I don't remember the word offhand, but like I feel like you could definitely see that uh also got his influences not just from Japanese manga because I I I kind of get this like not American like French like French like uh, it doesn't have to do with the lips sort of but it's also just the characters' expressions and the character designs overall mm-hmm. they feel 
less anime. I mean, you could tell, yeah, they're obviously they're Japanese and everything, not their ethnicity, but so much the origin of where this manga is coming from. But they also have this, like, I don't know. If I look at this now without knowing it was a manga, I wouldn't. That would. I wouldn't be surprised somebody looking at this for the first time wouldn't assume that this is a manga just because of the way the character designs are done. Yeah. It, it honestly reminds me more of a uh, Korean comic than a French comic. Kind uh, like, it, King of Eden comes to mind to me. The designs remind me uh, a lot of the artist that does that. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Like, I mean, I guess what comes to mind just off the top of my head is like, it's more sketchy, obviously, but I, I think of like Radiant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it kind of looks like Valent style a little bit. Yeah, that's like, and I've seen like other French, like um, I mean, French and manga inspired French comic books that kind of have that same sort of style as Valente, but like, and it also is kind of is in that sphere. But I definitely agree with you. It does look more Korean than it does like. Yeah, I can see this being like a um Korean um manhwa. But yeah, so. What was your favorite game out of this set? Um, probably the second one. I like the second one a lot. Uh, I okay. I'm gonna be real. I I legit thought like they were gonna kill off uh the friend uh the the guy whose name starts with K, the blondie, okay. the delinquent, Carve. Yeah, Carve. First, I I felt like I don't know why. I just got the vibe that like, oh yeah, he's gonna die, <laughs> it, and then like he just didn't, and I'm like, oh okay, good, I guess. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I felt there were so many moments where it's just like, oh, that's a flag right there. Well, but uh, he managed to survive, and I, I really like the fact that um, he he like really believes in um, Arisu, and like, yeah, let's fucking go, dude. I'm all about like camaraderie, and uh, th- that that moment where he thought that like, oh shit, I I really abandoned him. I need to like do something now. I I want to get like revenge. Uh, so I'll 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 like join this like suicidal mission basically to like take out the the hunter but like uh when he realizes like oh what if what if arisu is still alive this this smells like a trap i should probably not do this or whatever and and then when he like believes in his friend and then uh he like shouts and i don't know it was just a great sequence of events um i uh i like that kind of shit um yeah i think the bojack horseman game was definitely my favorite the only thing that could have made it better was if Mr. Peanut Butter showed up with a third gun. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So the dual wielding reveal was like so great. Because like, how do you stop them from having you needing to reload your gun? Bring Just another carry more gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would say, my... and then the gun fanatic is like, I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had one fucking job. <laughs> You'd also think that the guy doing the chokehold would notice the gun, like, right? Like scrunching up against his body, because like he's the horse guy slammed in him into a, like a wall. Like, <laughs> wouldn't he then feel the gun? Because a gun doesn't really feel like flesh. It's uh, fucking don't. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I, I I will admit though, I get where viewers coming from because like, yeah, every time he draws a horse, dude, it's like he spent a whole lot of time getting this guy's features right, and then you have other characters, and it's even more just jarring. We have other characters on the page with him. <laughs> 
hyper detailed horse guy <laughs> this is average joe next step hey 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 don't just call him horse guy that's the that's the get down mind <laughs> uh i mean like but I, I would say I, I'm torn because I like the very first game, but I also like the 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 one with the horse gunman just because I like it. I mean, this might reflect badly of me, but I like it when they had the survival games and then they just mow down a bunch of people because that's when you get to see like stakes are real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically stakes are real and you get to see people's like real natures. And then, of course, too, you get the, the introduction of like. I don't want to call him a rival, but like, you know, you, you, you got to have that. Every survival game has got that one guy who's like, ah, y'all going to be light. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong, but <laughs> but then who would be Al? Um, I, I mean, I guess Arisu. I, 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 I don't know, because he's a, he's a social uh, uh, what's it called? Social outcast. Outcast. Yeah, it doesn't fit in. Yeah, he probably goes into that fetal position while eating food. I mean, he was literally, that's how he hid from the, the gunman. Oh, you're right. Okay, he is out. <laughs> he also has black hair. See? It's I mean, all coming together. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, when a horse dude walks by, he, like, just gets in a field position and he disappears. Man, I would have survived if he had a Yankee friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. Uh, but yeah, like, and then his buddy, Karube, like, Karube, like, Carried a lot of this volume, though. Let's just... That guy was goaded. Yeah, he was. Yeah, like when he when he left when he thought that he left Alice behind. The fact that he was just like, yeah, no, nah, I gotta go. We're about to go horse hunting. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to take him down himself. And I mean, I just like Varian. I just love characters like that. Like it wasn't a thing where it happened on purpose, but he still was just kind of like, I, I gotta make up for my mistake. Yeah, he's ride or die, bro. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's <laughs> about to ride that horse. <laughs> Pause. I was waiting. And you didn't disappoint. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't bring that back. God. <laughs> <Hey>, oh. <laughs> oh God. Uh, now you got me. I, I might have to sit down with some boondocks later, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the reveal too. Like how the horse guy was just like another like he had his a own person mission. doing their own different game. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Yeah, and of course his head got to explode at the end. Like you, you can't have a death game without some explosions. True. Brad tat tat, bro. Brad a tat tat. <laughs> Such a great sound effect. It is though. <laughs> like that. Brad a tat tat. Whoever chose that sound effect. Um, that choice was that, that was goaded. Like I shoot my guns out. Brad a tat tat. Christmas song for generations. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Let's see. I really like um honestly one of my favorite sequences uh like sequence of pages is from uh the confrontation where they actually do get split up um and uh Alice has to like hide uh to like not be detected um and 
like the the POV switch from like the bottom of the page uh to to then like flip it from uh Karibe's perspective um and then he's like hiding and then uh this like flashback to like oh I was never noticed to begin with so I could just erase my presence and like I don't know where oh, oh being mistreated gave him a superpower <laughs> <laughs> I love shit like that dude just like drawing from like prior experiences to like because it, it it sounds like plausible like you know whenever you're like in danger or whatever like your life flashes before your eyes and they're like oh because your your body is or your brain is like scanning your memories to find like whatever could help you survive so it's cool yeah i, I mean i get yeah i i think one of my favorite parts was the reveal well or i don't know how much we can really say <laughs> But one of the reveals and how the Horseman game, like they got all the way to the end. I, I love that when they get all the, you, they think they figured out the game, and then there's like, oh yeah, but there's one more thing. Motherfucker! I need another person. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I would have been fucking tight. <laughs> uh, I just, I love that. I love that scene, and then of course, you know, the heroine showing up just in time. You just. And then her response is like, you called? He's like, I can't do this! And then she just shows up, you called? Fucking that that girl. She looks like a like a Code Oko character without a forehead. <laughs> oh my god. That was not what I was thinking you'd reference, but okay. <laughs> we just went all the way there. I, I mean I mean technically it's a compliment. <laughs> that's like a throwback though. <laughs> We went all the way back there. Right? We went from Borderland to back, and just God. Yeah. One other <laughs> thing I'm going to mention is I like that. Uh, the games are like themed based on the different cards. Like, oh yeah, like physical activities, uh, for like spades, and then the clubs is like balanced. Yeah. And then uh, I forgot what the others were. I think heart was it heart. It's like I don't know if that was this volume though, because I'm like remembering the entire series. But I know, I think it was the heart ones. They're like the really mental ones that will, like mess you up mentally or are supposed to. Yeah, they don't specifically mention what heart is. Those okay. are probably the more betrayal centric ones. Yeah, where it's like everyone yeah. for themselves. Yeah, the Sophie's Choice ones where you just have there's it's just fucked up no matter what you do. Like, yeah, I do like that they have those themes. Yeah, so no, it wasn't this volume. They just pulled the the the, the what was what is this dude's name again? Uh, Carve? No, no, no. Uh, I was gonna make another reference uh, for like the heart games. It's gonna be like uh, uh, Emiya, not Shiro, the the adult. I mean, Fate Zero. Kiritsugu. Kiritsugu, yeah. Where <laughs> it's all the fucked up choices that that the girl makes him make. <laughs> oh yeah, that that was fun. Totally pleasant. <laughs> Okay, Would you rather said, save twenty five thousand people or, uh, like five thousand babies or some bullshit? Like, yeah, <laughs> or, or like half of the half the ship riots, so you have to kill that half the ship. Then right. the next half also riots, so now you've killed the majority of people. What is this? What are you guys talking about? God, we're talking about future future heart games in Alice in Borderland. But Fade Zero spoilers for a sec. Uh, Kiritsugu's whole thing is like he wants to like basically create world peace. But the Grail, because it's psycho, has a very uh, weird meaning of world peace. Oh, one of those guys. Okay. You say no more. I got you. 
<laughs> I got you. Yeah, basically, like fucked up choices are like the crux. <laughs> All because of Angrumaya or whatever its name was that corrupted the Grail. Oh yeah, that uh, Zoroastrian thing. Whatever. You know, yeah. You, you guys are gonna get me to watch to just get into Fate one day. It's gonna be really bad. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Aoki's directing is kind of Kino. Yeah. Aoki. Oh, okay. That changes things. <laughs> I mean, I know of Aoki, but like, yeah. Oof. <laughs> I mean, can, can someone who who shield for Demon Slayer really be that bad? <laughs> Thinking about Nasu. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. But uh, yeah. Back to Alice. Um, what else? Oh, dude. When uh, what the fuck is it? I I keep saying like Karibe or Kar Karibe, right? Karube. Karube, right? Karube. All right, just just remember, he's from Dominican Republic. Okay, uh, <laughs> he's my cousin. Uh, <laughs> when he jumped off the fucking the the floor to like escape, that shit was. I got so hyped. I was uh I was reading at work because it was kind of slow, and I did like a fist pump on my chair. <laughs> Karube is like awesome. Like he has an awesome design. He's a just an awesome mentality. He's just awesome. You know, like I understand why you had the death flags. Cause like somebody that awesome can't live that long, right? <laughs> you can't like, be that loyal and not get betrayed or some shit. <laughs> like nah, like he's too good. He was too. He's too good to live, basically. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I love that scene too that Marion's mentioning because like how it's free on the page too. It's taking up the entire page. Like. Your eyes following through, like, downwards mm -hmm. through, like, the box, just in the same, like, direction that he's falling, which is, like, such a nice touch. Yeah. And then he even gets, like, shot in the chin, but he still manages to grab on. Yeah. That's, that was fucking brolic. Oh, man, the wham sound effect there. Like, it also has the same downward lines, like, mm -hmm. shooting through it. The, the screen tone. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I mean, we've been talking about the lettering and everything, but I, I can't enough talk about just Oso's heart. The Oso's artwork. It's so good. Yeah, and it, the funny thing is that it even does the, the, the series does like the One Piece thing where it's just like, oh, here's the point of the map or whatever. But it's like, how do I word this? It's like less obtrusive. Um, the map is actually good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because the area isn't as like complex. It's almost like not having like 500 characters in one area uh, makes it less overwhelming. One Piece fans, don't kill me, please. No, they're too busy leaking chapters. You'll be all right. French police. Oh, oh snap. The French police will take care of that. Jesus. <laughs> they're also leaking chapters, but that's that's anyway. Um, yeah. Um, that sure was a thing. That was for a tangent, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can't talk on uh, as somebody who was with like also for his first series and obviously like hiding closer was weekly was in weekly show on Sunday. And this is monthly. So that also that had a lot to do with um probably having more time to kind of perfect his craft. But even considering that, it's just seeing these are things I should have had open beforehand. I, I, I'm not really curious as to see how long after hiding closer was Alice. I'm going to look that up. Uh, wasn't Hiding Closure like in early thousands? Like 2002, 2007. Never mind. End of 2009, Alice in Borderland would have been a year later. Wow. That's kind of amazing. 
like you could do again you could definitely tell they're also it's not so much of a difference as like a different guy but it's like the artwork is so so much more ambitious than this than hiding closer but again weekly not having weekly deadlines probably helped a lot in that because sunday s was uh monthly right yeah sunday s at that time period most sunday s is still monthly oh okay yeah i mean that was bi-monthly at some point I, I think it was bi-monthly before, like, a long time ago, but then it went monthly. Like, yeah, and then it went monthly. Well, actually, let's look at this. I just want to be sure. But, yeah, I I think you're right that it was bi-monthly at one point, but that was a really long time ago. Ah, uh, okay. Like, okay, it was originally a... Yeah, it was bi-month... Oh, no, you might be right. Oh, no, it by the time Alice in Borderland would have started, it would have been monthly, because it started going monthly 2009. Okay. So it was bi-monthly 2004 to 2000, yeah, to 2009. Then, yeah, it switched over. So, yeah, I mean, it, it started off as a magazine that was just kind of like for spinoffs and stuff like that. It was basically a special Sunday, Sunday, weekly Shonen Sunday issue. Then it became its own thing. Then, yeah, it still remains. Although there's really not much running in it besides spinoffs, but... <laughs> um, I mean, that's Anzai's current thing, right? Yeah, it has on. I mean, like, there are a couple of, like, original series. I mean, you have a Gundam spinoff, you have a Conan movies, um, and a Dachi spinoff, and Yashahime, which is also a spinoff. Oh, right, Hidenori Yamaji's new thing is in there. King Golf is there. Yeah. Kanaka. The good Yashahime. Yeah, but that's a spinoff. Oh, so, yeah, true. So, Mamono no Ie by Hidenori Yamaji, which hopefully that gets licensed. That's in there. But yeah, yeah, getting back to Alice. Yeah, it, it's that's even more incredible to think about that he really didn't have that much time off between Hiding Closer and um Alice in Borderland. Um what do you guys think about the sidecast? Uh I forgot their names, but the girl and the guy who's like a like a lecherous manta but stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's not wrong at all. No, I cannot see it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but I, I mean, but I mean, if you take away Monta's smarts, it's basically a completely different character. <laughs> I mean, true. <laughs> but yeah, the side cast of size Karube, like, um, I feel like this the first two volumes we don't get a lot of them, so it's kind of hard to form an opinion of them. I'm trying not to spoil, <laughs> so like I know things <laughs> that. Yeah, I know things. Let's just leave it there. Um, but yeah, in this first volume, right now, they, they're... Like, the lady especially, she's like, you know, there's something up with her. But, oh, and, like, of course, uh, Usagi, I think her name is? I just know her name has something to do with rabbits. That's Track Girl, right? Yeah, that's Track Girl. I think that, that her I think her last name is Usagi, or her first name. But, yeah, I just remember it has something to do with her. Um, yeah, obviously, you can tell that she's going to be important later. She's like... The the older lady is more just who kind of introduces them to the game. And, I mean, she serves that purpose fine, I guess. But, like, the other side characters, I feel like, besides Karube, don't really get enough focus for me to be able to say this or that about them. But I do like Fair. that. I do like that, like, even saying that, their camaraderie is, like, pretty, really good, though. You sure can fish, man. <laughs> yeah. I think, um... I don't know, man. The the fact that like okay, this girl was introduced, but then like uh, Usagi was introduced later. I'm like, okay, so clearly this chick is either gonna be like irrelevant 
or I don't know, probably like a not a villain, but uh, some kind of it ends up becoming like antagonistic because of you know when that's like that's like the immediate thought when you when you think of like oh Alice and then oh the rabbit, exactly. so they're probably yeah. gonna I don't know be related in like some kind of way. So whatever. This yeah. person uh I forgot her forgot her name again, but uh I don't know how she fits into the thing into the like the the larger picture of the story. Um then again like neither of the friends have that kind of motif going on either, so who knows if they're gonna pass away later or not. Wait, so the bunny's the bad guy to Alice in Wonderland. I'm just I'm just like freeform <laughs> thought like it's like I, I've never seen Alice in Wonderland, so I have no idea. The bunny isn't wait, wait, wait. What? Never? No, Allison. What have you at least heard of the story? Yeah, but I don't know what happens in the story. I've seen like pictures of it, but I've never heard of anybody that has not like at least. I mean, I get not seeing the movies or any of the movies or anything, but at least knowing the general story. Are you telling me you don't know it? I know there's a girl named Alice that goes to Wonderland, but I don't know anything else. I think the rabbit is supposed to be like selfish or something, but generally not like not like evil or antagonistic yeah like the rabbit if anything they're just like um they're like a, a motif of the like the curiosity um they're like the probably like the first one you meet or something uh just think of it this way the rabbit is truck coon and thanks to truck coon alice is able to be isek i don't know <laughs> no um, hold on hold on you're see that though. makes way too much sense though <laughs> but am i wrong marion you're not you're you're spitting facts. <laughs> oh I'm getting educated so well here. But no, the rabbit's not evil, as Marion said. Like the rabbit is just what triggers Alice to go to. Like she sees the rabbit, like and it's talking and talking about how it's running late. So like Alice is all like, okay, that's obviously not fucking normal. And so that's she follows it, and that's how she ends up in Wonderland. She's not. I mean. I don't know if I'd even say that Alice in Wonderland has a antagonist. Like, I guess you could say the queen. The queen? Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say the queen, but like... Queen of hearts? Off with their head, yes. Um, yeah. I guess she's the closest thing to an antagonist, but no, the rabbit isn't. Like, the rabbit's more or less yeah, like a guide, which it's without... Yeah, it's truck coon. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm just sticking with that. More or less, like, that's the role, without without spoiling too much, like, yeah, that's more or less the role Usagi plays in the series. 200-year-old spoilers, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can say that much. Like, Usagi does kind of play the role, the, like, the, she kind of plays a compass for Alice, uh, or Arisu, as the series uh, continues. Fair, so. yeah. And he does really need it, but I, I won't say more than that. Oh, he needs a lot of things. <laughs> he oh, does, man. actually. <laughs> and yeah, like the game immediately after this, he really doesn't get them. But <laughs> it's so hard not to say too much. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it's it's good shit. Definitely pick up this. I mean, if you, I will say this much. Well, yeah, I will say this much. If you've watched the um. Netflix, the Netflix uh, live action drama that you should definitely pick up this because like Netflix keeps a lot of things in more than I was really expecting. 
but they also do take out a lot of stuff because I mean to I don't remember how long the first season is like eight episodes like something like that and they cover around three or four volumes I think Um, the episodes are pretty long though right like 45 minutes yeah 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 I mean but still just like but these are monthly page counts and like I said they they do a whole lot in that one, even with the um, increased pay, the increased time that they give them the episodes, yeah, 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 because the chapter, I mean, like the how many, like it was like two, three page, two to three page or two to three chapter arcs, and yeah, like those those are just meaty chapters, yeah, and okay, yeah, it is eight pages. I mean, eight, ooh, eight episodes. So yeah, and they cover more or less like I want to say three or four volumes. That so, kind of makes sense, though, because that would be, like, equivalent to, like, an anime core if you multiplied it by two. True. And they and they ended at a pretty decent place, too, where it's not like it's a huge cliffhanger or anything like that. Like, stuff happened. Like, they don't end in the middle of a game. So people who are worried about that. I mean, this is a little bit further than where the Viz is right now. But, like, yeah, they do leave off after a game ends. And obviously there's more stuff going on, like, behind the scenes that they leave off at. But, yeah, I can't wait till we get some of the later stuff. Like, as a setup volume, this is really good. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like, it definitely gets way better, like, as it progresses. And I and I don't think it even loses that sense of what made... I, I, it never loses that sense of what made it good at the beginning. Because, like, a lot of times with survival games, it gets, like, really, really outlandish. So, again, without spoiling, I think that Alice kind of keeps its, like, it keeps a straight path, like, it, throughout its entire run. Yeah. Honestly, um, I'm down to read more. Uh, like I said, this is not really my genre, but I can always respect something when it's done well, and this clearly is. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'll definitely be picking up the next volume, because this was, like, really good. Anyway, uh, time to sign off. Uh- <laughs> yeah. I have Chinese food to go get. You do. All right, V-Lord, where, where can we find you? People can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. And I also write various things for all-comic.com, as well as ToonamiFaithful.com. So you can check out that stuff. Uh, and then I do quite a few podcasts besides this one. Uh, the big baby being our Demon Slayer podcast at Podcast. And then I also host Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod and Dumb Weebs podcast at Dumb Weebs Pod. And then I occasionally pop up on the Tsunami Faithful podcast at Tsunami Podcast. Nice. So check out all those. Uh, Sakaki, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me. Um, you can find me at, at Kirobon at Twitter. That's my personal Twitter. Not much going on there. But the big one that's associated with this very show is at WS's Talkback on Twitter, which is Weekly Shogakukan Edition, where we talk about Shonen Sunday and everything that's in it. And, of course, we're the one we're the one Twitter, magazine Twitter, that goes through the entire magazine every week. I have to say this because I'm proud of it. Yes. Um, we, also have right. <laughs> we also have uh, wsstalkback.blogspot.com where we have reviews and translations of uh, Shonen Sunday related things and as I always say, if anybody is interested in writing about Shonen Sunday, whether it's a series that's currently running or has ended already, feel free to hit us up because we're always looking for fan input. Um, besides those, I also write for Tsunami Faithful. I haven't been on the podcast for a while. I want to fix that. 
Um, probably the biggest other thing that I'm doing besides being on way too many podcasts with these guys, <laughs> um, is is another day, another adventure at another DB pod with our good buddy Colton. Where if it's animated and Goku's in it, then we're gonna probably talk about it. Right now, we're doing Dragon Ball, and it's a lot of fun. So you should really get that listen. Hell yeah! Uh, is that everything? I think so. Okay, cool. Um, you can find me at Microwavy on Twitter. The E is before the V. I have a card with all of my other projects in it. Uh, if you want to look at my writing, I have also written for Toonami Faithful at ToonamiFaithful.com. I have written for WSSTV. WS, uh, we, w, what the fuck is the website? WSSTalkback.blogspot.com. Yes. Okay, there we go. Um, and I have my own little personal blog that I also haven't updated in a while. Uh, I've just been busy with work. Uh, <laughs> my personal blog is heavensdoorknob.wordpress.com. And uh, you can find the podcast uh on twitter at sns wait at sat night shoggy at sat night shoggy thanks um we have a, a gmail right um uh, if you want to send us an email any any topics you want us to cover any like any any like shogaku con stuff in general if you want to talk about whatever maybe you maybe you have a a story to share if it's uh if it's like if it's if it's not like inappropriate, I guess we'll share it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just send us stuff. Uh, at the email is Beelord. Satnightshoggy at gmail.com. Thank you. And besides that, you can find uh, our episodes uh, anywhere that podcasts can be found on Anchor, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. There's tons more places. I just cannot think so uh yeah uh if you like our, our show please uh leave us a rating and, and like comment and share whatever uh, if you have any feedback for us let us know uh, we'll do our best to approve and uh yeah that's about it uh this has been alice in borderland volume one uh again we all recommend it um i'm definitely probably gonna watch the netflix adaptation eventually um i have to find someone to watch it with because i don't i don't really like watching stuff by myself anymore we could watch it together marion we could we already have so much stuff on our plate but i'd be down i mean i'd want to watch it again i always like re-watching things with people all right uh but yeah thank you for listening everyone uh what, what do rabbits say as they go through the rabbit hole toodaloo <laughs> we're all so late <laughs> but do we get to and then alice gets t- very tiny <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop it all right have a great night everyone <laughs>